listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 27th. 22nd of October 2021. Uh, Later, we'll talk about Qantas bringing forward more flights out of Sydney and now Melbourne as restrictions continue to ease and as Victoria now opens up its international borders. But first, we'll start with the share market with the S&P ASX 200 pretty flat, uh, 7,415. But there were some interesting moves. For that, I spoke earlier with City Index's Tony Sycamore. Tony, I think the market doesn't really know what it wants to do today, dipping in and out of positive territory. What's driving it? Yeah, it's been a very good start to earnings season, Ricardo. However, we have seen a little bit of enthusiasm tempered this morning after some aftermarket reports from Snap, which has seen the stock price fall by about 20%. And it has also dragged down social media handles like Twitter and also Facebook. They're down around 4 or 5%. Also coming out after the market, we saw Intel report and it missed its revenue guidance and combined with a shortage for a vital component for its PC chip, it's trading about 9% lower as well. Nonetheless, the ASX 200 has shrugged most of that off and it's still trading near five-week highs, up above 74.20 at the time of this interview. Inflation talk around the world, how serious is it and the implications for the market? Yeah, serious implications because what it means is surging energy prices are feeding through into energy bills and also manufacturing costs. And that's making central bankers very nervous. And it's also making the interest rate market very nervous. Here in Australia, we know the RBA doesn't want to lift interest rates until 2024 at the earliest. However, we're already seeing signs of the interest rate curve pricing an interest rate hike as early as midway through next year. And we also have 100 basis points of hikes priced out until the end of 2023. So what we know there is the interest rate market is disagreeing with the view of the RBA, and all that will be settled in the months to come. Didn't the RBA try to temper the the interest rate market today? It has. It's been back in acting to support its 0.1% yield on the April 2024 bond. And earlier in the week, it actually jacked up the borrowing costs on that bond from 25 basis points to 100 basis points. But we're also seeing them support that by coming in and purchasing bonds. Now, the reason for that is, as I mentioned, that the RBA, as part of its monetary policy settings, a key component is that the April 2024 bond is to trade around 0.1%. Earlier this week, it was twice as high, up around 0.2%. And again, the market is testing the RBA's determination to keep its monetary policy settings on hold until 2024. Okay. Uh, you can't talk interest rates without, without talking about the currency. After a, a pretty solid run-up uh, this month, the Aussie took a really big hit overnight. Why and where to now? Yeah, look, the rally in the Aussie dollar over the past three or four weeks has been a combination of a couple of things. Interest rates rising here in Australia, a very positive risk-seeking environment, which has seen volatility reduce, and also rising commodity prices. And yesterday, we pushed up towards 75.50. At that time, we then saw Evergrande, which was hoping to sell a stake in the business, uh, that potential deal fell through and that started to see the Aussie dollar retrace. Of course, overnight, we've also seen iron ore fall by about 6%. And 
what we're looking at now is the Aussie does look a little bit toppy up around that 75.50 to 75.70 area. We do also have some very important technical resistance sitting up there, which I think the market was aware of yesterday. They weren't messing around when that Evergrande news came out. And I think the next stop in the Aussie dollar is probably back towards 73.40 to 73.50 area. And on a different type of currency, uh, cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin hit a record this week. What's your take on it? Bitcoin's had a fantastic run, up 50% during October, and it took out its all-time highs, really following through from the momentum from the ProShares Bitcoin ITF on Tuesday. However, since that point of time, we've seen a glitch on one of the main crypto exchanges. Apparently, uh, although it doesn't show up in the charts, Bitcoin fell by quite a significant amount overnight. And also, it's had a very good run, and, and even though there's certain rules probably don't apply to the cryptocurrency or the digital asset market. When a market runs 50% in a month, there's going to be some people looking to take profits. And I think that's what's happened here. I am looking now to rebuy Bitcoin on a pullback into the mid 50s or, or, or high 50s or thereabouts. But for the time being, it's had a really good run. I don't think the medium term bullish view has changed there. But in the short term, run a little bit too hard too fast. And I'd be a happy buyer in a pullback into the mid 50s. Tony Sycamore there from City Index. Now, borders are reopening, uh, international borders, particularly in uh, Sydney and Victoria now. So what or how will the flying experience be different? Uh, we heard from Qantas today saying that its 22,000 staff will be back working from early December and it's made some changes and additions to new routes. Sydney to Delhi before Christmas, that's Delhi in India, and it'll also bring forward flights ahead of schedule from Sydney to Bangkok, Phuket, Johannesburg and Fiji. And late today, it also said it'll fly out of Melbourne to London from the 6th of November and to Singapore from the 22nd of November. So how will the flying experience be different? Sarah Conti spoke with aviation analyst Trevor Jensen. I think it's time that we really got back in. Uh, these airlines have put a lot of work into it, and Alan Joyce, I think, has done a superb job. And uh, now it's time to get back and uh, and really um, ex get the borders open and get back into the world and get the whole of the tourism industry uh, active again. Something Alan Joyce spoke about in his press conference is that in the last four out of five weeks, uh, international bookings have outstripped domestic. And I think that everybody um, really wants to get out uh, everyone I've spoken to really just wants to get out and get going. And I think uh, if you look at it before, places like Bali and uh, overseas travel was extensive. And uh, that's where people want to go back to, where they're familiar with. Uh, it's It'll be great if we could see more tourism within Australia, obviously, for the people here. But uh, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. A lot of consumers are getting excited to re-familiarise themselves with the travel they've been missing out on. Um, but how will it look different than it has before? It is going to be different. First of all, we'll need to be double-vaxxed. Um, you'll need to have your certificate. It's going to be slower in the process of going through the checking. Uh, and I think that whilst we're out of this, don't forget COVID still exists. So paying attention to all the COVID requirements will be very, very important. There'll be requirements on board the aircraft, the respective masks, and these will have to be complied with. And this is a time of opportunity and positivity. You know, the world, two years ago, it was great, and it's going to be great going forward, and, um, and it's going to be better. Um, I think we've all, I don't know about you, but when you're sort of locked down, you think about a lot of things yourself and things that you want to do, 
and just going to go and do it. For example, I, my son, youngest son, lives in the States, um, and he actually had got COVID uh, over there, and uh, he's fine and beautiful now and all those sorts of things. But we used to go to visit him for two weeks, and we just said, Easter time, we're going for three months. And we'll just spend, we can take a place for three months and just live there for the three months, which is what the visa will allow us to do, and come home. So changing the way in which we do things like that too, because it's important to be with him and um, enjoy the time. And when we watched him on the bed, and he couldn't speak to us. He was so ill. And that's when you say, I wish I wanted to be with you. And I'm not going to only see him now for a week. I want to see him now for a long time. It's his job. He's going to stay over in the States. He's not coming home. He's got a family over there. I'm about to get a little grandson next week, actually. And um, and so that's where it's, they're the kind of things we, we just rejig some of our thoughts. What was important um, isn't important now. Other things are important. Trevor Jensen there, aviation analyst, speaking with Sarah Conti from SBS. That is SBS On The Money. Remember, you can listen to this as a stream on your favourite podcast services, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and the SBS radio app. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. (laughs) 